Hey, Bird and Naughty Book Fiends. Welcome back to another episode of Red Door Romance. I'm Yams. And I'm Jess. And on this episode, we are going to talk about The Confidence of Wildflowers by Michaela Smeltzer. And I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Um, it, I, I think it's Michaela. But and the resurrection of wildflowers. Again, I'm sorry if I said that wrong. <laughs> Michaela Smeltzer. So I want to start out by saying that I was not expecting to love these books as much as I love them. They were amazing. They were emotional. Right. I had all the feels. I mean, it took you from the highest highs and then just pushed you off a fucking cliff. Right. So um, with that being said, this this book is a... It's not dark. It's kind of a contemporary romance. Yeah. There's age gap. There is, um, what's the other thing? Second chance at romance. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things. So check your own trigger warnings before you pick up this book. But The Confidence of Wildflowers is book one. Resurrection of Wildflowers yeah. is book two. And they are available on Kindle Unlimited. Um they were amazing. I 10 out of 10 recommend this, especially if you like books that make you cry. I was sobbing at 3 a.m. in my house alone, just uncontrollably sobbing throughout book one and book two. So from this point on, there's going to be full spoilers. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. I know Yams highly recommends it too. And um, so, yes, read them, read them, read them. Okay. If you haven't read them, go away. <laughs> <laughs> now is your chance to escape. Right. Uh, so, so, like Jessica said, like 10 out of 10, completely <sighs> recommend. So the first book, it really takes you through a roller coaster. In the beginning, like Jess was telling me, Jess read it first, and I'm like, she was going through it. She's like, you're about 60% through is when you, you know, you really want to start paying attention. You want to, you know, read the book and whatever. It's going to get interesting. And I'm like 80% through. And I'm like, is that supposed to cry at some of those parts? And then I'm like, no, Jessica's a little tough cookie. So I don't think she would have cried at any of those parts either. So, like, as I'm going through it, um, I'm like, okay, like, what's going to happen? Like, everything just seemed so good. So good. Their relationship with Thayer and Salem. It was just, and I know Jessica does like like an age gap trope, but I don't like it. I, I, I don't know why it's just so cringe to me, but. (laughs) this it wasn't it wasn't so bad it wasn't bad it wasn't it wasn't even though the whole book was kind of based around the age gap right I feel like it like endeared me more to them like I wanted them to work so much more because of the 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 hill that they had to overcome it and it's not a little age gap it's 18 and 31 right but that's 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 like I'm not a really big age gap type of person like I don't like the age gap tropes and it's just yeah like I said it's like it's kind of cringe to me because like in my head it's like what the fuck does a 31 year old have in common with an 18 year old you know but it's like it's not like that because Salem is she's mature for her age like (laughs) like grooming (laughs) 
Salem is like <laughs> Salem is very like quirky. She's sweet. Like she has a good head on her shoulders. Like she's not like like I don't know. She's I feel like she's a bit of an old soul. Like she loves baking, making candles and everything and I feel like I don't know, they were just so perfect for each other. I feel and- that I feel that her past traumas like her childhood trauma right i feel like that made her emotionally unavailable to anybody her age just because of how much she had been through she couldn't relate to them on an emotional level because she had been through so much so i feel like there was no other option besides her finding somebody with an age gap like i like finding somebody much older than her yeah one thing that that one thing that I know had a lot of people cringing in this book was the cheating trope. It, you know, like how she cheated on her boyfriend with Thayer. Listen. But I honestly like zoomed over it. I didn't even, it didn't even register in my brain. <laughs> honestly, that's life. People are going to cheat. Not that I'm condoning cheating, <laughs> but I feel like, no. But the thing is, is that we read the type of books that like, People kill other people in front of other people. And we're like, yeah, mm, that's fine. But God forbid somebody cheats. Like, no, that's where we draw the line. No, we read romance. We read dark romance. And I feel like cheating is the least of our problems with the shit that we read. All of our lines are just a little bit blurry right now. Right. So when we when we read stuff like that, I feel like we've read books that have had worse. And women are like, Oh my God, he just snapped his neck for her. And it's like, she just like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I feel like we draw the lines at very weird, like weird <laughs> things. Like, like right. it's like the weirdest things like, oh, she, but you know, she handled it the right way. You know, it, it was, it was unexpected what happened. And then she went and she made it right almost immediately. So I feel like it wasn't like a premeditated cheating. It was like, exactly. uh, and it wasn't it ongoing. And yeah. And it wasn't ongoing. Exactly. Right. I, um, and so I, I, my brain is just so weird. So the whole time I'm reading this book, I am expecting Thayer to be a fucking asshole. I am expecting him to be abusive or to be like a narcissist or something. I'm expecting something because every time Forrest did something and, you know, like Salem, like cringed at it. I was like, oh, my God, now this is the moment. I was not expecting the heartbreak that happened to happen. So whenever it whenever Forrest was in the picture and everybody was so happy, I always was like, this is just too good to be true. Everything is going so smooth. Something is going to happen. It was just smooth sailing and everything Thayer did for her. He was like perfect. He made her the gym. Like just... Everything he did, like, just, he's just so freaking perfect. There is, like, a woman's man. Like, he's just, like, every woman's dream. And I know we say this about a lot of fictional characters, (laughs) but... Isn't that the point, though? We're supposed to love them all equally. Exactly. But I think Thayer has a special place in my heart. He was just... He was so perfect and understanding. And the one part where he was like, I want to be your somebody... And she was like, does that mean I'm your somebody? And he's like, no, you're my everything. I was like, oh, be still my heart. So beautiful. Oh, my God. I, I really, 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 really love this story. Like, I, I ha- can't. 
I have to say it's my favorite contemporary romance that I've read in a really, really long time. It really definitely takes the number one spot of like a contemporary romance. And I don't even know if it's honestly a contemporary romance. I think it is. I feel like it is. I think it is. Who knows? Don't take my word. I'm not a I'm not an expert. Um and then when he tells her when he tells her like thank you, I didn't ever think I was gonna find it. And she's like, Find what? And he was like, you know, you know, like what true love feels like and thank you for giving me this. Yeah. It's so it was like literally the book was the beginning of the book, like you said, you really just have to soak it in before you get to the end. And the end is just so heartbreaking i was like like jessica was saying she was at four o'clock like three o'clock in the mornings boohoo crying that was me yesterday (laughs) at like seven o'clock and i'm just like and then my boyfriend selfishly asks me for chips and that that's when like forrest just had you know passed and i'm like no if forrest doesn't get any chips you don't get any (laughs) chips and I'm like so what serious because I was so upset and he's just cracking up and I'm like you just don't understand <laughs> and I was so pissed because I, I I literally had to go to the living room he's like oh just stay here laying down with me and like no like no you don't get it and then I immediately had to read the second book because I'm like I can't just stay like this. I need to know what happens and like what's going on and then like in the second book I start crying he's like I thought he already died <laughs> I was like, why are you crying again? And I'm just like, you just don't understand. Well, like, so I feel like in the type of books that we read, we're highly insensitive to a lot of things. And so it really takes a lot to make me cry. But losing a child, I feel like is one right. of the most painful things that I ever have to read. So while that's painful, and going through the grief with them of the services of trying to revive mm-hmm. him and all that, the thing that broke me the most, the thing that absolutely broke me is seeing this man that is so strong for everybody else. And that is such right. a good person. He's such a, a good partner, a good dad, just break, just seeing him break in the way he broke. It broke me. It broke me. I was like, yeah. this is, this is not right. Miss Michaela, you cannot, right. you cannot take a child away and then have such unbearable grief on top of it. Like I felt right. I felt it in my soul. It was and, it just felt it just, so real. And then when he was making the treehouse too, I lost it. I know. I was like, "Oh my god." It was yeah, really it I was lost it. it really was like honest to god feels. I felt everything that that mm-hmm. Salem was feeling and that Thayer was feeling and even like his bitch of an ex like when she was like, "Not my baby." I was like, "Oh my god." Right. <laughs> it was so hard. It was so hard to read, but um then she leaves you on the biggest fucking cliffhanger. Oh, mm-hmm. Salem's expecting. You know, like, right. like what the fuck? And so immediately starts book two. Exactly. Like I didn't even <laughs> listen, guys. I'm an I'm an early. I I'm in bed by eight o'clock, and I'm like literally knocked out by like eight thirty. So yesterday when I was finishing these books, it was literally eight thirty nine, and I'm like, I can't, I I can't go to sleep right now. Like I can't. I don't care how tired I am. I I can't do it. I had to skip out. I had to skip out on my gym this morning, and it was just so worth it. It was so worth it. I bet. Oh my gosh, it was so, so worth it. 
I feel like book one takes you like uphill, you know, like it's all like a building crescendo crescendo of like happy Mm -hmm. moments. And then it just kind of like throws you down at the end. Right. And then I feel like book two is like you're at rock bottom. You're still going down and you're going and going and you're at rock bottom and then you're slowly going up. And then you're slowly two. going up to your happy ending. So, I mean, thank God for happily ever after. But right. when was the first time you cried in book two? In book two, I cried, like, I'd say, like, 15, 13% in, like, when they would, like, um, go visit Forrest's uh, Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry right now. Just right. About it. When they would go to Forrest's grave, when, like, just the flashbacks and, like, stuff like that, I would cry because it was, it was just, it it was hard. I don't know. I don't even have kids, but that's just, like, such a, I don't know. I think, so, when I first started reading it and I found out that she married Caleb, I was like, what the fuck, Salem? Right. I was so mad and I was sitting at my daughter's volleyball game reading on my phone and in between sets I was like let me just read a few pages and I was so pissed off and so the first time that I cried was when Thayer seen her for the first time and he went in his house and he was like maybe I'll have a second chance to get our love story right and I was so happy that this book was dual point of view. Oh, my God. Right. I was so happy I got to see Thayer's point of view. That means right. so much more to me when there's, like, the dual point of view. I just feel like yeah. I get so much more out of it. She definitely did a good job with the second <sighs> book. I feel like the second <sighs> book was gosh. my favorite only because yes. even though there was a lot of sadness, I love, like, the pickup. Like, how... The building up to the happy yeah, ever after. exactly. I love all the build up and I love, like, the pieces falling where they should be. Like, I love... I really, truly did love that. Um, I and it. my mind is so sick. I was, like, waiting for something like bad to happen the entire book. Like it's not sick. It's just that's the expectations we have. That right is now. the expectation. Shut us these... up hardcore for failure. So Right. So it's like the whole time, like after her mom died, I'm like, okay, like things I mean, obviously her mom died, so things aren't good, but I feel like with these books, like we always ex- tragedy after tragedy after tragedy so like this whole like their relationship is going so good I'm just like what is going to happen something is going to happen and I'm just like waiting for it the whole time and I'm like 90 like 80 percent through and I'm like this better not be like (laughs) the point where like this like shit hits the fan like and I was just so happy that I was at the edge of my seat the whole time and nothing Mm -hmm. happened well not that nothing happened but Uh, but just good things things continued like good things continued to happen. So that's, I don't know. I really, really did love that. I think the part of book two that hurt me the most, the part that, that broke my heart almost as equally as Forrest um, passing is when he, when she does like the reflection of a memory where he was, where he was like really in his down lowest point And he was like, you know, you're the reason he's dead. Oh. I was distracted thinking about you you did it. It's your fault. I hate you. I get get out. Like I was yeah. sobbing uncontrollably because she understands the grief, but she's she's trying to like be. And it's so hard to think because he just wanted her 
to let him be there for her in her darkest moments. And then she's trying to do the same thing, but he's pushing her away. So I was kind of mad because I was like, you want to be there for her and her not push you away in her darkest moments. But then in your darkest moments, you literally blamed her for everything and kicked her out. I was so mad at him when I read that and when I seen how low he was like, why the fuck didn't you call her earlier? Why didn't you text her? You could have been with your daughter. Right. And I loved, I love their daughter. I'm not sure how to say her name. Is it? I think it's Seda. I think it's Seda. Seda is such a beautiful name. I loved her. She was so fun. She was so cute. My favorite part was when they're at like getting breakfast and she's like, why does all, why do all these old people (laughs) want to know who my dad is? I was just like, yes, girl, let them freaking know. She's like, I'm extra special because I got two dads. All right. Right. (laughs) I did. I loved her. And then when he, the first time he was like, yep, she's really my kid. I was like, oh my God. It was so sweet. Like their relationship was so sweet. And I really did like that Caleb was still able to be a part of the family. And he was willing to, you know, like bend to meet meet them halfway because you know, Seda was so special. She needed both daddies and a mom. And so I, I just really love the whole dynamic of book two. Right. I really do think like the first 60% of book one was my like my absolute favorite. But right. I didn't realize how much I loved the second chance at love trope, like him fucking up and then trying to win and her back. All he did, like, all he did to try and like get her to trust him again and just just everything he was willing to do the whole like how he purchased the whole plot in between his mm-hmm. um or what is, is it a plot is that what it's yeah called? yeah yeah between his son and her mother just so he can put a bench there like just oh. every little thing that he does is just like how so he buys selfless. all of her candles so he can rem- like it's just every oh my god just everything the flowers the greenhouse like oh the the flowers oh my god uh, i will never look at i don't even know how to say them peonies 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 penis (laughs) (laughs) penises (laughs) i can't oh my gosh uh whatever those flowers are i can't even remember what they are but yeah they're I have Pun- the picture. Punies. Punies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. How to- <laughs> Listen, I love those flowers now forever. I will always think of this book when I see those flowers or when I smell that smell. And Thayer will always have a special spot in my heart. And I am going to purchase these books in paperback for my shelf because... Everybody knows I will never reread books. I just can't do it. But I do feel like this is a book I can reread and it will still hurt me every single time. And, and, but now I know what to expect. So I feel like maybe I'll pick out different details now that I know what to expect. So I'm excited about the possibility of rereading these books. Right. And Um, I feel like, I feel like, and the, the, honestly, the covers, they're so simple, but they are so pretty. The cover of the books, so I pretty. love them. I do too. I love and them. And they're so simple. And it's just like, we've seen some very extravagant like book covers, but these are just like, I don't know. They I really gravitated 
towards like these images and there it's like the the most simplest like design it literally just has wildflowers and i love them so pretty i love them so much that i don't want to return them off my kindle unlimited they're no, still there, them there. <laughs> <laughs> they're still there and i feel like when i look at the cover i feel like i can see salem and thayer and forest and seda's story on the cover Right, like I, I don't know. I it resonates with the story, so I really do and then feel just like, like the, the comment of like the comments of like the title of the books in the story. How there is like mm, if I know. she like what does he say? If she's the if confidence she, of wildflowers, I'm the resurrection. Oh, I was just like yes. Oh, I know. It's like, just everything about this book really catered to the girl in me and the yes. Yes, just the hopeless yes. romantic and all right. of us. Right. Um I I think I want to go down like a little rabbit hole of of researching some other books that she writes because I really did like the style of writing also. It it really flowed nicely and she really grabs your attention in in situations that matter. It it wasn't there was no shock value there. There was one shocking moment in the whole book and it fit in seamlessly like the book was centered around building forest up and their relationship up and it made forest forest was like the perfect kid i swear he was and so i still feel his loss honestly i do too i really i really enjoyed them so um i think what we're gonna read next though is another one that was recommended that's gonna make us cry is say you swear by megan brandy so I've downloaded it, but the cover has like a shirtless dude on it. So we're like, are we sure this is going to be an emotional book? That's what I was like. I was like, Jessica, I don't know if this is going to be a sad, is, is going to be a sad <laughs> enough book because the guy on the cover is too hot. <laughs> but I needed something light and fluffy after this because this was so deep, like soul deep, like touch your soul deep. I, right. I I'm reading the um, Kings of Quarantine right now. I'm actually listening to it, and listen, the narrators, um, Bridget and Jake Bordeaux, they are, they are awesome. I love them. I is love it them. the is it the same one that that um, the Death Club, the same guy and the girl? No, no, it's not them. But they do do they do do they do do <laughs> they do. I think they do Zodiac Academy. <clears throat> okay. And their husband and wife or brother or sister, I'm not sure. I think it's husband and wife. <laughs> okay. <It's> like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they have the you same last say. name. It could go either way. I know, but the way you're like, they're either husband or wife or brother and sister. And it's like, those are like two completely different relationships. I so, didn't mean uh, it that way. I meant they have the same <laughs> last name, Jake and Bridget Bordeaux. So, okay. um, and she's also on TikTok, and she is so funny. She's so funny. I'm sorry if you can hear noise in the background. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna just kind of zoom past that right there. Right. Let's but, just hope my loud mouth <laughs> and the sirens outside. <laughs> <laughs> Part of life. They're all part of life. It is what it is. Right. Um, so <laughs> if you have equally read this book and love it as much as we do, if it is going to be stuck in your soul forever like it is online, we want to hear 
from you. Message us. Follow us Mm -hmm. on TikTok and Instagram. Um, If you go on our TikTok and Instagram, you can see a video of me bawling my eyes out during Confidence of Wildflowers. I should have recorded myself because I was literally (gasps) boogers on my face and everything. Oh my god, it was so gross. (laughs) It was, I didn't even post the whole video because I was like sobbing uncontrollably and the uh, the rest of it was not attractive at all. (laughs) Right. We can't can't even put the raw uh, ugliness, the truth behind all of that. I am not a pretty crier though. Like I cry hideous. Like think Kim Kardashian. Are you a Kim K? It's so funny we both went there. <laughs> that's so funny. It, but thank Kim K, and that's what I look like when I'm actually like in the throes of sobbing. I, I have to do it at three thirty a.m. That should tell you enough. Because if my husband sees me, he'll be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> no chips for you, Forrest. Forrest right. can't have chips. You can't have chips." I was so mad that he, like, sees me sobbing and then he just has the nerve to ask for some damn <laughs> chips. Like, what is wrong with you? Oh, my God. Um, yes, so <laughs> we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> but message us, email us, follow us on TikTok and Instagram. We post weekly on our Facebook with updates of what the episodes we are going to be doing. I post periodically of what I'm reading um, next week, we will be posting an episode about who knows what. I don't even know. <laughs> we're just kind of winging it at this point. The end of the school year is wrapping up, and we're just kind of winging it because life be crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yes, email us, um, booksonly3 at gmail.com. Everything else, Goodreads, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook is Red Door Romance. Red Door Romance. All right, that's it, guys. (laughs) No singing allowed. Fine. Okay, guys, bye. bye.